circumstantially, um, because of X, Y, and Z, we haven't had an intimate, normal you and I podcast in actually quite a while. Yeah, almost. Uh, I would say almost a month actually. In that time. You have given birth. Well, you didn't give birth. I didn't give birth. You, no, you did very little on that front. Yes, but you are. You I mean, I, I don't know if I'd say that, but you. I, you, I definitely didn't do you the, were the hard under work. Center, <laughs> and uh, and you got a direct snap. I almost did. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. almost did. Was there? A story yeah. So, uh, as most of you listening to this podcast probably know, uh, my son Ragnar was born on uh, <clears throat> January fifteenth at three o'clock, three eleven in the morning. He was six pounds nine ounces, which is very nice. And it matters uh, to you. My kids, three oh one and three oh three in the morning. Oh yeah. So okay. there you go. Feeling a lot of yeah. A lot something. of. Were they six pounds nine ounces? No, no. they were four <laughs> pounds nine ounces. Both okay. of them. Which yeah. Is rare for twins. Anyways, and, anyway, so yeah, so the uh, and like I said, uh, in like so Facebook and Twitter and Instagram or whatever, if you want to get the full birth story, I can tell it to you. But the very very brief version of it was, uh, we got to the birth center as so we gave birth not at a hospital, the birth center. We got to the birth center at two fifty five. I remember looking at the clock as I was timing my wife's contractions. Um, we got in probably back to the room, situated uh, about 3.03, 3.04. We had a kid at 3.11. So, and that's ideal, right? I mean, uh, I mean yeah. Because you don't want to have one of these 20-hour fucking No, it's true. We don't want to get like a 10-hour push session or whatever. But as I was thinking about it later, I was like, we were probably about 10 to 15 minutes away from having that kid in my fucking bathtub in my house, which I'm not sure I was 100% prepared for. I wasn't 100% prepared for this either, but I definitely don't think I was 100% prepared to have a kid in my bathtub. But What do you think is the uh, makes for a perfect birthing bathtub? The ones at the birth center that was literally filling up when Anna got in that she couldn't use because well, what, what, what she literally... Makes it, what makes it a perfect tub? No, just, there's, like, there's like, you know, different like, pl- like platforms or whatever levels so you can like be... F- Further down or oh, whatever. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even consider. Yeah. Such there's thing. actually yeah there's li- they're literally birthing tubs. Um, we have a shitty ass old tub that went to Ben Gray for birthing. So. Wow. Yeah. Kind of want to get one of these tubs in my home. <laughs> the, the, yeah, they're kind of like jacuzzi tubs without the jacuzzi part. Dude, they should have jacuzzi part though. Can you imagine? Tra- I mean, you're. Can you're you imagine like comfortable. <laughs> shitting out a kid and then the, the fucking jets come on? Well, yeah, but it's the soothing bubbles. Like, don't you want your child to be born into a soothing world? Sure. Yeah. Okay. From Fitzgerald's in St. Paul, we are the Daves you know. This is the Daves I know. You want me to be that type of dude, and I want to be who you like me to, but we both know I can't do nothing at all. Cast a little pot in tonight. This is gonna be good. Yeah, um, said cold open. It's been a while since we've done this together. Dude, cold open is fucking right. You've been outside. <laughs> it's really, really fucking if cold. You, so if you're <laughs> listening at home, if we're what the? F- no one's here. Yeah, like this is only for people listening yeah. somewhere else. Um, our little uh, mixer 
where we used to mix the levels and stuff of the different mic inputs. It's made out of metal. I, it was in my car while I was at a, a meeting for the TIFO stuff, and I took it out of my car, I took it out of the box, and I was going to set it down, and my fingers literally fucking froze to it. <laughs> it was I, so painful. I literally was pulling stuff out <clears throat> of your bag before, you know, like when you got here and you went to the bathroom or whatever, just like so we warm up a little bit before we actually start recording. Didn't even occur to me like to pull that out to see, and I'm glad I waited for you to do it because no, I, you froze your fingers. It and was I, fine <laughs> until I touched it. And then it froze my fingers, and then little crystals started to form. It's not a great way to treat your equipment. <laughs> no, it's not at all. Which is a great transition into our Patreon. Did you know we have a Patreon? We do, and we have uh, some fun, interesting uh, information about that Patreon coming up. So um, if you like the content you hear from us almost each week. <laughs> we uh, do our best. Yeah, well, we do our best. We do almost every, we do pretty much every week during the season. It's just... The off season is so fucking weird and, you know, whatever. Um, Usually slow for us, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, if you want to continue to enjoy the high-quality content, audio, high-quality being, uh, uh, you know. Touch and go. Touch and go there. Uh, we try to live on each podcast. Consider supporting us on the Patreon if you're not already. Um, please, please do. Uh, even a dollar a month helps. Um, all funds go towards updating and replacing equipment. We actually we added a couple of splitters so that we can have multiple guests as we're going to be recording another podcast later tonight with uh, one Luke Craig. We can do three different mics. We don't have to share a mic anymore, which is great. Um, we'll do it again with Crystal at home. We, we tried to do that one, and we kind of just messed up the audio a little bit. And no worries. Uh, but visit patreon.com backslash the Daves I know. Help support the Daves that you know. And just for those people who are already Patreon uh, subscribers or you're thinking about it, you're on the fence, we're actually going to be starting doing a, uh, a series of podcasts. Uh, we don't know the frequency yet, but they're going to be uh, – we're calling it the Watch Party. Um, it's a really exciting thing we're going to do uh, where we're going to review. We're going to watch independently uh, soccer, soccer-themed movies. Uh, films, films, motion pictures. Yeah, motion pictures. Uh, you know, we'll see about some other stuff, but uh, then we're gonna you know do the uh, the Dave's you know sort of uh, fun take on those movies. Yeah, the breakdown. um, breakdowns. It's not, it's not live commentary, but it is a yeah. Show. So it's we, our Siskel and Ebert. Yeah, we definitely encourage you to uh, to think about uh, joining the Patreon for that. Um, uh, first movie we're actually gonna watch and we're talking about is Shaolin Soccer, which is a fucking bonker soccer movie. I, <laughs> Please. I was so surprised to be delighted by that. Movie. Even if you're not a Patreon person, just watch that movie. But it, you should get become on Patreon and listen to us talk about it. And uh, and yeah, we're gonna bring Luke Craig in for that on the regular for help us out with the uh, with that sort of uh, watch party. Uh, Dave's, you know, twist to it. So hearing, hearing Luke Craig on this pod is worth a couple. Bucks <laughs> I think a it's month, gonna be so. at least at least worth at least worth three sixty nine. I love it. So. All right, uh, now, hey, now we can talk about some shit that just happened. And there actually is stuff to talk yeah. about here. So, um, so you wanted to break this down in a sort of... Uh, um, yeah, well, just we should point out, the last time we did the podcast was with Chris Lindholm that we said we lost the audio, but we hadn't really done anything up to that point. I think we had just maybe signed Ozzy Alonso, potentially. It was, right, it was right about that time. It was, it was a yeah. whisper in the air. At that yeah, point. so it was like it was either just happening or it had not quite happened yeah. um, since that time. And we, I think we were lamenting in the fact that there was nothing had happened. Yeah. Um, since that time, a lot has happened. A lot has happened. And uh, <clears throat> I wanted to break down the offseason. Um, since we, you know, we kicked off our first game of the year uh, th- today, <clears throat> I don't know if anybody saw the, the 9-2 beatdown of FC Tucson. Oh, wait. Nobody saw it because it was not uh, it was not streamed anywhere whatsoever. So uh, the nature. Um, of these we had to follow the uh, on the Twitter machines. Um, but I wanted to break it down the off season. Uh, sort of the days I know, the typical uh, when we how we break down the previous games. So let's talk about the best moment of the off season. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the pre Icopara edition because I think most people would agree Icopara is probably the best moment of the off season. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we'll we'll talk about that because so, yeah, no, some we'll, people we'll, will have we'll, an angle by which we will definitely talk about Ecopara in in, in in a little bit. But we, yeah. I want to talk about what was your uh, best moment of the offseason? Not um, not not Ecopara. Yeah, um, I will say it would have to be Alonso, and um, with respect to uh, Mr. Greg Goosh. Um, who is a higher price signing and has the DP tag. Uh, Alonzo was more of a statement of intent. He's a guy you know. He fulfills a role we've been desperately after for a long time uh, and plays the role in the way that we've needed a guy to play that role in a long time. We know what the upsides and the downsides are. Downsides are age, a little bit of history uh, of, of injury going on yep. there. But the kind of player we need to get, we finally went out and chased after. That statement of intent is the best moment for me. I, I honestly, I 100 agree. He's Alonso's on my list, um, top of the list, obviously. Uh, I think the, uh, you know, that the one-two combination of Alonso and, and Grey Goosh um, really, you know, helps solidify that this team is theoretically listening to some of the people that have been criticizing it for a long time, and uh, not in their own uh, in their own bubble, and that they've finally recognized that they need a true a true number six. And uh, willing, and willing a, to dip within MLS to get it. Yeah. I and mean, uh, we, it's not that we've never gone within MLS to get it because we've gotten a, a host of Colorado players midseason that way. Yeah. Um, but that's always happened during the season, though. We haven't really dipped into MLS in the offseason in, in, in something that's more than a reactive way. So, um, I, yeah, I, I th- a statement of intent is the word I keep coming back to. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so. Martin and I both, you know, think Alonzo, uh, Luke Craig. Uh, what was your best moment of the offseason? Well, pre you know, pre Ecopar edition. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna just be a broken record here. I gotta I gotta say Brandon Ozian as well. Uh, I know it's a little bit of a gamble with the age. I'm not sure if we'll get the full two years out of him. Uh, but to the extent that uh, we're seeing a front office that's looking to play with the big boys finally. Uh, I think that was a good indicator. So it's, it's it certainly always sad cheered me, me up when, a little. It's always sad to me when we're all talking about a 34-year-old. Like, I don't <laughs> I know, know if he's going to last two hey, years. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, he has he's, he's younger than Ibsen. Yes. Younger than me. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hell of a lot younger than me. So I, yeah. I ain't judging. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so in the t- other typical day of fashion, what is the uh, the worst moment of the offseason? Um, I'll kick this one off, actually. Um, in I have Grey Goosh as a six, and that was basically like the team just like trying to hammer into our heads that Grey Goosh was a six when he's clearly not a number six. We were um, being gaslit. And the fact, yeah, they were, the fact the team was gaslighting us, whether, I mean, I know he's played the six in certain uh, systems and whatever, but he was not a, he was not and is not a number six. And so the fact that the team was trying to gaslight us into thinking he was a number six, and then they made up for it by signing Ozzy Alonso. So that was my, my worst moment of the season, or of the offseason. So it was more of an issue that felt bad in the moment. Exactly, but well, for looks me. Better now. For me, yeah. Okay. For me, what you know, it's up to you. Whatever you want it to be. So, uh, Martin or Craig, you guys got uh, anything? Well, can, can volume be uh, something that you call? So, so we offloaded like thirteen dudes through different mechanisms yes. and stuff yeah. like that. We've signed four and a couple of draft picks that I don't think anybody thinks are MLS ready. Yeah. Even though I'm favorable about the kind of picks yeah. we've begun to, the kind of signings we've begun to make, is what we, we have should have been doing. Nearly all along, approached yeah. the depth that we need to replace those shitty players that that need replacing. True. So yeah. there's so much work to do that even though I like what we've done. It's so far from enough, and our preseason is underway. We're late in the game. Yep, movement needs to happen. That's true. All right, it's not a moment. That's an epic. It's just a. It just yeah. I mean, an the, the, the moment being like when we we kicked off the preseason last week, right. and we had we had got rid of fifteen players, and we had signed three. 
Yes. Right? Yeah. 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 So I, I so I don't even know if this is the worst moment here, but a little bit of a just kind of bittersweet, you know, uh, sunrise sunset moment was honestly seeing Ramirez uh, score his men's national team goal and just thinking about what could have been, and especially the Twitter interplay between him and Ibarra. Um, it just kind of broke my heart all over again, knowing that he's not one of us and knowing that, that Superman and Batman aren't working together anymore. And uh, th- that was kind of that was kind of hard. I'm feeling a little better after the Opara signing. Um, but had, had some had some emotions when that happened. That's, you know, you can go ahead and step on the re- like other parts of the podcast if you want. But <laughs> well, I, have, I haven't read the agenda. <laughs> I've just been here all along, but I refuse to read the agenda and I refuse to speak until no, like that's all right. Ago. That's right. All right. Um, so the most what the fuck moment of the off season. Um, uh, I am gonna go with uh, for the most what the fuck the whole Augustin Rossi uh, situation, the total the total non uh, non denial denial by the team, um, the fucking Reddit uh, dude bros who are trying to defend chuds. that shit, the chuds, uh, the, the whole situation, um, and the, the way the team handled it and everything it was just was just a. For it, it, what the fuck for a lot of reasons like what the fucking like oh hey there's this really good goalkeeper that we might be able to get that sounds like we're gonna get him to all of a sudden all the allegations coming out and be like oh that guy's a piece of shit uh, and why aren't we like stepping away from this completely right away and then to all sort of the mud like the mud slinging and and the you know people throwing some like people throwing Manny under the bus and just there's a it was a whole fucked up situation and that for me was the most what the fuck moment of the offseason I'm, I'm guessing that's probably the same for you guys or is there another most what the fuck moment. I can't think of anything less what the fuck. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and and I, I feel bad. It sounds like some people kind of made some inferences about Manny that maybe weren't correct. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it was done out of malice, and I think partly uh, partly just because Manny's been such a man of few words. Uh, we're he doesn't always, tell his own narrative. Well, that's part right. of the problem. We're always reading yeah. between that's the part, lines That's part him. of the, what the, fuck yeah. it, what the um, fuckness so of it. it's easy to misread when you don't get too many lines to read between. Yeah. So I here's – I, I – not always in favor of just just lavishing praise on the team. I'll defend them a little bit here because it feels to us because the social media news cycle, if you want to call it, there's no longer a cycle. Um, it's so it's like five minutes. They are learning about this dude's stuff like the same time we are because right. that's like how stuff works now. I don't think that it's it's prudent usually for so let's say they were earnestly interested in him. I don't know the full story there. Let's say they were earnestly interested in him. They learned about it about the same time that we did some of this negative stuff. It's really unrealistic and probably not advisable for a team to craft a statement five minutes later that just throws all that away. They're going to continue to measure. They're going to talk about whether that matters. They're going to try to learn more about it, and then they're going to make their decision. Ultimately, they made the right decision. In truth, it wasn't that long of a time between this stuff coming out and them making a decision, it sounds like. But our craving of immediate information makes it feel like an eternity. I don't think the team did as badly as it felt in that cluster moment like like it felt they did. I will say that I don't want to talk this this has been a thread that has been pulled in so many different sprayed threads. But the problem with things like uh, domestic violence and sexual harassment is that they are 99% of the time not quote unquote provable cases. They don't they happen at often a moment's notice. Sometimes they don't leave uh, visible or provable evidence. And so if you are one of these chowder heads who is going to say you're always innocent until proven guilty, you stand feeling like you're on the side of right, but instead, by your passiveness, you allow this thing that is obviously a problem to fester and fester and fester. 
all the time saying, hey, innocent until proven guilty and feeling like a real fucking proud guy. <laughs> and, and if I can it's, just butt in as an actual uh, goddamn lawyer yeah, here, please. that standards when we're talking about throwing someone in prison, not whether or not they're going to get a multi-million dollar job. Right. Or, um, we, or whether this, or not you and I can have an opinion about it. We're, right. Nobody we're, even said United not should jury. have the right, right. to sign yeah. him. Nobody said right. United <laughs> can't sign him. We said they better fucking not. Right. But that's within my right and to I, say that. I right. think I think the, uh, the, 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 the best part of that came out of all of this actually honestly to me was the Wonderwall coming out with their statement all the supporters groups that, uh, that are part of the Wonderwall yeah. backing that being yeah. standing 100% behind that saying this is not part of our club we don't want this to be part of our club and yeah. literally getting out in front of it because I mean who knows if, if, if that I mean I'm guessing that had probably that had probably minimal impact on what they decided to do but I'm guessing it had some impact it may not have a ton we don't probably have the influence that we think we do sometimes but my guess is that that didn't it definitely didn't. Uh, it didn't hurt. It's the right thing to do, yeah. And and, at right. and we need it. And we need. And, and the, the the club needs to, the, the the group needs to set a, a standard there, saying that this is for the players that we're bringing in. We can't have this. This can't be. And and with with uh, Rossi, it was. You know, again, you're right. There are so many things that are moving pieces there. The guy has. The guy had fucking admitted to it in a goddamn WhatsApp message. You know, like yeah. it's it's so it's a little harder to say. Oh yeah, I know he was totally. You know he being you know whatever that she was trying to take advantage of and, and extort him for money and, and we were talking about this in the live podcast we don't need to rehash it here but um i mean i think so that was the most what the fuck moment that was a what the fuck moment i got two more cents on yeah this, sure which is in in my thing is and going back to supporters group here this is this is what i'm proud of about this club and why i i love the supporter culture is we're always going to put tr- at least trying to do the right thing first regardless of what the effects may be on the field um, I would I would rather see the club not win a single game this year than be put in a situation where I'm cheering for somebody I know has beaten women. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad I'm not being put in that position as far as I know right now. Um, so that's why I love our supporters culture, the Wonderwall, all the sub-supporters groups of that. And that's why I got so goddamn annoyed with all the chuds who were coming up with these really bad faith arguments about innocent until proven guilty, which is... The only that's that's a standard. If we're sitting on a jury and we're evaluating whether or not someone should be locked up in a cage for a big chunk of their life, yeah, that's the right standard. When we're sitting here as supporters who have put a lot of emotional time, money investment into supporting this club, uh, we've got a right to have an opinion. So, yeah. so back off, Chuds. <laughs> back off, Chuds. That should be the name of the podcast. <laughs> um, all right. So the official scorecard. So our rating of the off season so far. Uh, obviously, we we I know there's probably some pieces that are coming in. Um, Sounds like the uh, the Finnish goalkeeper might be uh, that's on the it's got to start today. Might be the uh, they got to finish that deal. Yeah, they got they got to finish a deal for a goalkeeper. Um, I would we, say we got to bring in new dad Adam Jarvie as our Finnish <laughs> correspondent. Can, uh, yeah, exactly. Sort all this out. Yeah, for us here. I know he's ah, probably right. probably a little busy right now with yeah, this. Well, <laughs> I know, but we got plenty of people who can read Spanish language media. I that's think we got maybe one or two dudes who can read Finnish media. Yeah, and he's one of them. Yeah, I think Robert the Red is. Uh, he's, he's Swedish. I think. Is he Finn or Swedish? I can't remember if he's we'll one or both. To, okay, we'll have to ask. Anyways, um, so yeah, so obviously knowing that it's incomplete because uh, because we don't have a goalkeeper, we probably have some depth as well. I would say currently, just you know, especially with that Ekopara signing. I think I would give this offseason so far a B plus, in terms of like we really we we they didn't buy more wingers, they addri- <laughs> they, addressed, suppose, yeah. they addressed the spine for the most part, and uh, and honestly like that is that is what we needed and that's what we wanted this team to do for the last two fucking years. Um, right. So uh, you know and again as you mentioned earlier, Martin like they're certainly both 
have injury history. I'm not saying I don't yeah. want to call them injury prone, um, but they have injury history. Uh, but they are. I mean, we literally we just signed the 2017 MLS Defender of the Year. Yes, uh, we traded for him yesterday. Yeah, I mean that, that's yeah. that's amazing. Um, and for you know again a, a team that shipped 141 goals in the last two years, we needed we need something Wait, how there. How many? 141 goals in the Dude, last oh two years. Oh my god! Yeah, that's it's the most ever number. in two years. Yeah, <laughs> I mean I knew that, but every time I hear it, I just yeah. It so just breaks my brain. So I'm gonna give the team. Again. I'm gonna I'm giving the team a B plus in terms of, of how they've done so far this offseason. And I, I would be willing to go up to an A minus if they sign a decent decent goalkeeper. Yes. I'm I'm not I'm not quite that optimistic about it. And part of that's because of the volume. So I like whom we've that's signed, our, but we signed four dudes. Uh, who are MLS ready, ostensibly. And then we signed, uh, well, we added uh, two via the uh, draft. And so that only half replaces what we got rid of. And now think of where this team looks if, say, Ico Parra rolls an ankle on week five. I know it's stupid to play the what-if game because you can make any scenario look yeah. as bright or as negative as you want. But that's how thin we're talking about. Yeah. We are Ico Parra rolling his ankle away from a back line that is basically identically like the one last year that broke the record for us breaking the record for most goals allowed. We haven't really done as much as it feels like, but what we have done has been way more positive than what we had ever done. Yeah. Now, so you're, because, now you're breaking my brain. Because of the because of the low volume of signings, I'm giving an, uh, a B minus. Sure. Uh, however, I want to call out one thing that we haven't talked about yet at all really quickly before I give Luke a chance here, and that's that the interest was still there and the attempt was still there for Benedetti. Now, that's a weird thing. It didn't seem like mm -hmm. we were ever going to get him, but that's another sign of the ambition that the club is trying to have. I like yeah. the ambition, and that tells me even if we don't turn it around by day one of this season, by day 50 of this season, we care enough that we're going to make it work right in the long term. The ambition is there. I'm excited about that. But B minus, we've only had four signings. Luke that's, is shocked to death. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, you, I'm broke, gonna, you broke Luke, man. Sorry. Broke He's hard brain. to break. Yeah. Hypothetically breaking Opara's ankle, and it all goes downhill from there. I, I, I know that you can make any scenario <laughs> well, like as sure. good or bad Here's, as you want. No, I think it's a legitimate concern, and that's why I'm going to. not that much happening to I'm us. sort of in between you guys, yeah. literally and, and figuratively here. I'm, I'm going to give it a solid B. Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of the same concerns Martin's been talking about, but a lot of the same. Uh, I got a little spring in my step today. I probably didn't have a week ago. Yeah, that, that um, is true. For sure. That's 100% so, true. And, uh, People characterized us this morning on social media as a win-now team. Can you imagine <laughs> having heard somebody say that about us a couple of weeks ago? No. What? No. We yeah. are no. a please God don't lose no. now team. We're, yeah. we're, we're in some weird alternate timeline. Yeah, I know. For and sure. it happened <laughs> fast. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> Well, that's how MLS is, yeah. though. That, that's kind of the beauty and the tragedy of MLS is you can turn on a dime. It's, it's yeah. fun. Yeah. And, I, and I just want to say to your, I mean, to your point, Martin, I, and I agree with you, like the Gold Cup might might sort of decimate this team because Cabo oh will be out. Um, yeah. That's because and then Metanier is is getting first team minutes with Madagascar and they're going to be in the African Cup of Nations, which is actually going to be in the summer this year. Uh. So we're going to be missing. I mean, and theoretically with with you know the the Opara and Metanier signings, Cabo moves to left back. So and. You know, you know, we have Manly, we have uh, Olmsberg, and we have Ghost of Eric guys. Miller. The, well, I, I mean, mean yeah, we're theoretically, maybe Eric Miller. Um, so I, I agree that there needs to be, there definitely needs to be some, uh, some more signings. Now, the nice thing is, is that everybody's like worried about, oh, it's end of January, the window's closed. No, 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 people, the window doesn't close for MLS. No, no, no. <laughs> in January, really the window closes at the end of April, tend to be for like a month and a half, and then right. it opens up again for the yeah. summer. Um, it's always silly season like, in MLS. Darwin Quintero came in April of last year. 
so th I mean, there's definitely like there's definitely opportunities for us to bring in more players. Um, I don't think this team is done now. Whether this team is done with like starting caliber players, no, they um, can't be. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, clearly their goalkeepers is uh, they have a lot of ambitions at goalkeeper, so clearly that's one of them. But you know, are they thinking about bringing another starting caliber sort of uh, midfielder or uh, or you know central defender, which would make a lot of sense actually, yeah. bring in more of a, another center back. So that's, I mean, that's uh, that's I'm, I'm optimistic because the ones they got are the starting caliber ones, and these those are they are good acquisitions that really fit what. A lot of people have been asking for from this team for the can, last year. Can I float a dumb question? Uh, there are no dumb questions. Are, really dumb all questions are dumb are questions. We, well, especially for me. Are yeah. we feeling? Are we actually feeling very confident? We've got enough depth up front now on the attacking end of things. Actually, um, that's that's. I think we have place of my least concern. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Because okay. we've got we've got, uh, and I know that this takes time to get fully fit, fit, fit. But we've got Finley and Molino coming back from injury. Two guys we were yeah, excited about Yeah, I mean, about I guess those are, those are the we've, question marks. Yeah, so they're yeah. question marks, of course. But they're still ostensibly backups, too. Our yeah. question marks are at backup. Let me... Let Ibarra me. needs more time. Uh, yeah. Romario Ibarra needs more time. Yes. But I think we've got three decent... Ish strikers who need to come into their so own. So let me let me let me let me right. just, let me just walk through the roster right now. It's because I, I just really pulled this up from MLS Soccer today. The, so the current roster as of today: uh, Delati, Cantero, Rodriguez, and Toy are listed as forwards. Uh, Osvaldo, Alonso, Finlay, Gregush, Ibarra, Miguel, Romario, Molino, Colin Martin, Rasmus Schuler are all listed as midfielders. Um, Calvo, Baxo, Coleman, Manley, Metinier, Almasberg. Opara as the defenders, and then Shuttleworth and St. Clair, uh, the draft pick, okay. are the goalkeepers right, right now. So it's an improved team. We have sure. it's a significantly improved team, at least on paper. Yeah, I mean, there's a I don't know if you read the Sam Stachel article from MLS Soccer, but he yeah, kind of compared yeah. Minnesota to what Orlando did last that year in Orlando, which so is um, yes, I agree. I agree 100. percent great. All right, can do we you remember how excited we were about Orlando last year? I we were I think we both had him in the playoffs. We, we blasted rope all over our season preview about Orlando, and they were criminally poor. Like the like they should go I down. I feel with like Rosie yeah we you especially, awfulness. but I think we, we both just like defended them for the longest time, even like halfway yeah, into the they'll season. They'll turn it around. Yeah. Oh well, those guys are injured, and you know. Yeah, no. Dom Dwyer. I hope we're not Orlando. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean that's like the that's like the worst case scenario, yeah. right? <clears throat> And it's, that's well, very much that's very much a worst yeah, case scenario. Is, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, all right. Let's move on to the uh, the next Freddie do for the star of the off season. Um, interpret this how you will. I'm going to say that the keeper position, with Alonzo, Aparo, and Gregory signings, keepers should face far fewer shots on target and far fewer good shots on target. This team like led the league in shots allowed last year. I think it was like 16 per game shots allowed. I think with uh, the Opara, Gregory, Alonzo, I think teams are going to be. Far, le far less easy to get into our 18, to get shots away. Um, that's going to help whomever is in, in between the pipes, whether it's Bobby Shuttleworth or you know a, a Finnish goalkeeper that they have yet to, uh, to identify, um, or any other goalkeeper. I think that is going to be – I think you're going to see a, a market improvement from the goalkeepers because they're not going to face as many shots, and they're not going to face as many like really good shots, which is what like our major problem was last we, year. Uh, do we dare like talk about maybe potential over-unders on clean sheets this year? Oh, I think we had what three last year? Maybe <coughs> was it that many? I think maybe we had three. So I mean, I think we could maybe double that. <laughs> okay. Six? Is the I got a question for you? Is the opposite of a clean sheet shitting the bed? 
Absolutely. Yeah, like like a, like a five goal game in like a literal and figurative sense. <laughs> <laughs> Works for me, dude. I, so star of the off season. Yeah, I, man. I so at this point, I want to say Opara because I think he's got to be the most important and the most high profile uh, signing that there's been. Uh, is it? Uh, can I say? Can I say Manny? Because he. Got, <laughs> who knows? I'm just kidding. Um, no, I. Uh, I don't even. Do you know who I want to give it to? I want to. I want to give it to Benedetti. <laughs> because yes. he didn't yes. come to Minnesota. There's no more soap opera y shit than the Benedetti saga. I don't believe he's, that we're not gonna sign Benedetti until I see his cold dead corpse. And as long I wanna, as he's I alive, see, he's a potential loon. Abs- absolutely. Yep. And so I'm calling him a star by the definition of star, like a sitcom, soap opera, like just a, like a movie star. Because this is this is classic and tragic and comedic and all, all at the same he, time. He's the thirst trap. He got them all <laughs> thirsty for a big like glamour signing, and they couldn't. They've been chasing oh, him, yeah. um, but they've ended up. Man, he's been texting him right. at like 2 yeah. a.m. Like right. you up. Right. So, you, are you still with? Uh, are you still with that guy, like Cali? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like you know, like yeah, like your initial booty call doesn't quite pan out, so you go to your B game and uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I checked. We had three clean sheets, uh, including the FA Cup or that the FA Cup, the U.S. Open <laughs> Cup. Oh, against FCC. Yeah, Cincinnati. we had three, three, three clean sheets total. Where we also did not score in regulation. Is that what? Okay. <laughs> no, Oof. we no, no, we 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 won all three of those games that so we had clean sheets. So there's that. We I don't think we, this team has ever had a zero zero. Oh no, I take that back. The Houston Dynamo game, yeah. the zero zero draw two years ago. That was a terrible fucking Oof. game. Oh my uh, god, that was that bad. midweek game was hot as shit. Yeah, <laughs> it was like right after the hurricane in Houston. Yeah, you're like uh, yeah running through puddles. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so Luke, do you have a uh, star of the off season? No. Okay. I don't. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Always a great contribution, from Luke. <laughs> All right, and then uh, hey, finally. I, <laughs> I held off on contributing anything for a solid, what, 10, 15 minutes of this podcast? <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Finally, the, uh, the next break you for the shittiest part of the offseason. And I'm going to go with the long-ass break where we have no news whatsoever from the end of October until, like, middle of January. Just sucks. I don't understand how this offseason lasts as long as it does for I – mean, yeah, I understand why it does because, you know, it's the United States and the weather is shitty and all that. But just, that sucks. It's the worst part of the offseason for me, so – you have any, you guys have any other shitty parts of the offseason? Things you don't really care for? I, I can't argue with that. Or but this particular at offseason. At some point, and this is bad, I, I grew to sort of resent the new stadium because that's <laughs> all we were getting was like, hey, we've got lights in the stadium now. That was like all we were the, getting. And the like, team keeps doubling down on it too. Like, hey, right. did you hear about that? <laughs> yeah, and we're, we're like down to like three guys left on the roster. But, hey, we got lights in the stadium. So, which is which will be awesome, and now we've got a yeah. bigger squad, so I'm not mad about it. But yeah, have you ever seen a big coiled pile of dog shit <laughs> lit up with <laughs> just surreal colors swirling? It's it's amazing. Um, that's fair. I I think my my shittiest star of the off season, other than uh, other than Chud Loons, I'll just give it to Chud Loons. Chud, Chud Loons. Chud that's fair. Chud yeah. Chud Loons. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. Boy, Follow I, them on Twitter I, yeah. at Chud Loons. Uh, sure. Donate, donate to their um, yeah. Patreon. It's uh, patreon.com backslash Chud Loons. If you are a Chud, you should definitely, every time they tell you to boycott a game in protest of social justice warriors and snowflakes ruining the game for you, you definitely should boycott the game. 
Yeah, definitely don't go if you're a chud and you're mad about that kind yep. of stuff. I please don't. It. Please do not come to yeah. the look, section. Look, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we don't care about your feelings. Fuck your feelings. Hey, did you see they got a black stormtrooper in the uh, new? I'm <laughs> so mad. White genocide. Listen, <gasps> listen, guys. I want you to listen to this, okay? Do you guys know who Ellie Weissel is? Yes. He survived the Holocaust. He wrote a, a book about it and it was an advocate for, for social justice and stuff. Ellie Weissel did not survive the Holocaust, lived to try to make a better world, only to see a second Holocaust in his lifetime. The, you know what I'm talking about, the white Holocaust, where uh, called, all of us are subject to Chud's it. Chud's living in their mom's basement. Chudlocaust, yeah. Yeah, the Chudlocaust. I'm, I'm okay with the Chudlocaust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's almost as bad is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. How, can I, how can I help? <laughs> all right. Well, this the lights of Allianz are our furnaces. <laughs> Oof. All right. That went off the rails <sighs> quick. Yellow so card. Yellow card. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's talk about some United news. We have a lot of United news, uh, since, especially since we haven't really podcasted since uh, since uh, almost a month. Uh, well, let's talk about the first thing, the biggest thing right now in our minds, Ike fucking Apara. You're going to talk about burying the lead. Hey, yeah. why don't we talk about Ike Apara like 50 minutes into the podcast? <laughs> Ike Apara. Yeah. All right. Um, so we traded about derpa derpa Muhammad yeah. Jihad. <laughs> we should do an entire episode in nothing but Scooby Doo voices. <laughs> um, so so yeah, we said I go. I Gee, fucking Luke, Gopara. there's pictures of the woman with bruises on him. Rorks? Could this be a clue? <laughs> All right, guys. Random. <laughs> All right, so let it be known I'm not the uh, one derailing the podcast tonight. <laughs> um, so we, we acquired Icopara from uh, Sporting Kansas City. Icopara, who's been a thorn in Minnesota's fucking side for the last four years, whatever, um, for about $900,000 in TAM, up to a million dollars, and then they get another $100,000 if we make the playoffs. Uh, playoffs, and you're talking about playoffs. Um, playoffs! But, uh, Jinx. Yeah. Identical fucking reaction. <laughs> so... I know I set you guys up for that one, but mm. yeah, this is a this is a huge this is a huge move, and and I think uh, one of the things that was sort of the prevailing theme on Twitter is that we overpaid for Icopara and everybody losing their losing their shit. Uh, uh, Matt the Matt Doyles and the Stan Stachels of the world uh, losing their shit, saying we overpaid for Icopara. When uh, listen, uh, Nick Haglund went for three three hundred thousand dollars plus a first round a uh, uh, number one overall pick in the. Uh, what should we call it? The allocation order. And uh, Kendall Watson went for eight hundred fifty thousand dollars in in Tam and Gam. Yep. We just we just did nine hundred thousand nine hundred thousand dollars in Tam. Um, why is this a good move for Minnesota and not the fucking debacle that everybody's making it out to be? Or maybe it is a debacle. And explain to me why it's I, a debacle. I think we need to invent a new MLS currency called Yam money. Uh, yam. Where yeah, you get paid in. Uh, well, there's Wham. Futures in sweet potatoes. <laughs> uh, sweet potato futures. Okay. Okay. Bad pun. <laughs> that, yeah. that was bad. We're that gonna, was really bad. We're going to delete all of that. We're going to edit that out. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yeah. what was the question? <laughs> all right. So this is so okay. Let me just let me just say this. This is a good move by uh, by Minnesota. Totally. In spite of uh, everybody, the 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 MLSsoccer.com bro dude bros of the world saying I, this was voices a, I cannot tell apart. Yeah. No, they are. When this is the podcast, they all sound the same. Um, saying that this like we overpaid for Icopara. Of course, we fucking overpaid for Icopara. Yes. We're Minnesota. Yes. Well, how else are we gonna we get them? We had the shittiest fucking defense how in the else world. How are we gonna get anything? How else are we gonna get something right. from? Peter Vermees is a fucking genius, and uh, you're trading within your you know, within your conference, uh, and uh, you have a shitty, you know, uh, you have 
apparently Minnesota has we have a no shit, leverage. We have no leverage. We have no. a shit. We have a shit ton of Tam and Gam. Right. Um, and the fact that we only spent Tam on this is is because Tam is the one that is is less. It's more restrictive. Gam is a lot more gives you a lot more roster flexibility and all that. Um, the fact that we only spent Tam, it was amazing to me. And the fact that you know Kendall Watson was like a combination of Tam and Gam. And uh, I know Colin Soberg went back and forth with Sam Stachel last night on Twitter about like, well, you know, they're trying to figure it out. And, and Colin's like, well, technically, Tam's like a, like one and a half times, you know, or Gam is one and a half times what Tam is. And Sam's like, oh, I don't want to deal with you this right now. I want to go. I'm going to go to bed and <laughs> not trying to engage with Colin Soberg, who, you know, to his credit, was just oh my be, being very persistent about it. And Dude, you love Colin. Colin. Listen, <laughs> Colin, friend of the podcast, wrote a couple of pieces for our website. It's fun to talk about soccer with him. He'll have a strong opinion. He'll back it up with evidence. I'll have a strong opinion. Back it up with it. But the most important thing at the end of the day is that Colin will be a total prick about it the entire time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and nine times out of ten, he's he's absolutely correct. That's and you're, true. And you're, yeah, and you're yeah, the person right, in the wrong. So. Right. Um, but yeah, that's I mean that's kind of the prevailing opinion by all the soccer the soccer Twitter people is that we overpaid for Ike Parra. And it's like the whole point is like, of course, because we have no fucking idea what you know what this market is now for MLS like intra MLS trades. There's there's no there's no standard. And so you know, Nick Hughes or uh, Nick Hutton, Kendall. Kendall Watson, they Sarah set the standard and paying fifty thousand dollars more in a, a less valuable currency for uh Ike Parra makes a whole lot more sense than Paying eight hundred fifty thousand dollars for fucking Kendall Watson, who's a year well, older. Well, and we're we're, <coughs> we're desperate. Let's call it that. I mean, we yeah. had no, we had no leverage, and I'm not embarrassed to say it. No, we we allowed a record number of goals, and then the next season we allowed more goals than that. Okay, so God. we needed a fix. God damn it, we needed a fix. Did we overpay for him? Yeah, sure, but a it's billionaires' money. I don't really give a fuck. Yeah. Right. I don't know why right. people are saying. Are, are you sure you want to pay yeah. that, Mister McGuire? Fuck you. Entertain us, B- rich man. Entertain yes. us. B <laughs> desperately needed it. Um, C, there's a poorly established market for it. Like, so what if we did? We we made the kind of move that we have to make. Yeah, 100%. And, and, and it was a solid move. And the people who are trying to say, like, well, he has an injury. His, dude, he's two years. He didn't make Defender of the Year last year. That was as recently yeah. as he was not the Defender of the Year. So what are you looking for? What really are you waiting for? What do you want to get upset about? Name a thing you would be not upset about. Uh, short of signing fucking, I have no idea, Paul Pogba, what can you not find <laughs> faults in? Exactly. No, I, I 100% agree. And <clears throat> and it's not, uh, honestly, soccer is not a job you get into. You don't own a soccer team because you, you want to get a lucrative fucking investment. I heard yeah, you can make yeah, a shitload of money in that. No, you either win or you're not profitable. And you need to decide what you're after. And if you're trying to be profitable, then you can be like Arsenal. Arsenal, for 20 years, had an amazingly, um, I would say it's at the apex of spending and making money. They were always good enough for you to want to buy tickets and buy their merch and never good enough to win a fucking title. Do you know how many many titles the A's won, the big money ball team in baseball? You know how many fucking World Series titles the A's won? None! Zero. Yeah, they just maximize their profit. Why are you so in, in in such a rush to defend billionaires maximizing their profit? I want to win. It was nine hundred thousand yes. dollars. Yeah, yeah. P- piss all your money away, please. Yeah, I don't dude, think you should have it dude, in the first if place. You, if you <laughs> wanted to sign it for ten billion dollars, I don't give a fuck. That's it's not point, my yeah. money. Sign yeah. the players. This is this is the whole. This, this is the thing that boggles my mind the, the most, honestly. With uh, so she was like, when like there's strikes and shit, like you know the uh, MLCBA is going to be up, I think next year. Um, and I really hope that I really actually kind of hope they strike because fuck man, like that that MLS union is fucking screwed by the uh, 
the MLS owners. And it's pretty bad. That's why, like, every time when there's like a strike, I'm like, I, I'm never upset with the players. I'm like, yeah, you. It's just like you're siding with Yo. you're siding with millionaires against goddamn billionaires. Well, yeah. um, or, or in some <laughs> cases, like thousandaires. Yeah, like, thousandaires. I mean, some of these well, guys at the yeah, lower end of the pay scale, especially in MLS. Yes, um, especially in MLS. Really, yeah, they're not rolling oh, in God. at all. No, up until and up, you're always one ACL tear away from your career being. Over, I want to so. say up until like this year, my wife made more than Brent Coleman, <laughs> so I'm sure. You guys probably make more than I mean. No, no, Martin probably makes more than Brent Coleman still. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah. We're not, yeah, we're not talking about, uh, yeah, the the multimillionaires here, especially especially in MLS. But um, okay, I get uh, last. I, I sure, don't no, belabor no, no. the point. No, no, there is yeah. a spending gap in MLS, yes. so it does yeah. matter that you don't waste the money. But it's not exactly like we're tickling the cap right now. No, so no. this is we're fine. not even close to it. This is fine. Yeah. And I don't mean that ironically with a burning building around <laughs> me. This is literally fun. Yeah. Uh, um, all right. So uh, other. So we. I don't know if you guys saw. We beat Tucson today, nine to two. Woo. Uh, the fact that we give t- two goals to uh, Houston, uh, Tucson is uh, Heath out. Hashtag Heath out again. It's fucking rock. T- t- <laughs> hey, so Tucson. Who's, who's this Jiro guy? He's a trialist. Um, okay. I think he. I mean, it sort of, sort of seems like he came in out of nowhere. Kinda I think like I did on the. Yeah, podcast. he got a. He got a. He got a hat trick. Um, hat trick today. I th- <laughs> I think he's actually. I love rando trialist scores hat trick. That's why he's here. <laughs> yep. That's why he's here. Yep. Um, I feel like all he does is score goals. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think he's actually. I feel like he's actually. Uh, I don't. I, I. I was following a Twitter feed about it. I totally forgot what it was. Yeah, I say, think but, like we yeah. couldn't even figure out what nationality he was. Like, no. should we, there was yeah. there was a Giro that someone had linked to. Like, there was that guy was dead. He'd been nice. dead since like 1994. Nice. So, Maybe the game today didn't happen. Maybe. Just, just a ghost wandering the ground scored a hat trick <laughs> oh, and then never beer. I'm gonna kick in another goal. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, so, so nothing. So nothing learned can, there. Can I? No. Can I weigh oh, in yeah. on this really quick? Pretty, so please. first, first of all, we couldn't see it, so you can't weigh in on performances. Yep. The deal about a preseason is that what matters is the individual performances, and you can see this player kind of seems to mesh well with that player in this role. That guy put in a good shift when I didn't expect him to. The results don't matter. That no. said, we're supposed to beat up on FC Tucson teams, but yeah. we don't. We don't always. Historically, I feel like this is this is a new one. Hi- historically, we've been pitted against teams like this that you're supposed to beat the hell out of, and, and we, we kind of don't. And then we're like, well, it doesn't well, matter. Yeah. It's the pre- it's kind of nice too, though. <laughs> I kind of like seeing that score and be like, "Well, that's what we fucking should do." Yeah. Uh, even though it doesn't matter. Yeah, but it, also, it's pretty rare we see loons opening up a can of whoop ass on anybody in any it. context. And so. Jiro dreams of sushi put that's, in a hat trick today. Right. So fair enough. Um, announce him. Yes. Anyways, keep going. Sign his ass. Uh, <laughs> so there, there are things. Uh, Gray Goosh, Alonzo, Metinier were all signed um, over the, uh, the the break that we had. Is <clears throat> The actual recording of the podcast. Anything you want to add on uh, any of those guys since we uh, last chatted? Um, like I said, Metnir is uh, from Madagascar uh, via his grandmother. He'll probably be out during the uh, African <laughs> Cup of Nations. God, I love soccer. Yeah, I know. It right? doesn't happen <laughs> in any <laughs> other sport. Yeah. yeah. Ozzy Alonso, uh, you know, again, he hasn't played more than 24 games in three of the last four years. He's he's going to be, I think he turns 34 this year. Okay. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Gregor is obviously, he's got Europa can League I, experience. Can I have shots with him? Yeah, you know, uh, and if, if everything, like I said, if everything, I guess we haven't, we are not, we haven't done our, uh, our prediction podcast yet, but if everything goes perfectly, right, if, if all these guys stay healthy for, you know, most of the games, um, we don't lose too much during the, the Gold Cup with Calvo and, and Metnair and, and those guys leaving, um, what do you think the ceiling for this team is? Assuming we bring in the ceiling, 
yeah, assuming we bring in a goalkeeper that is as, as either maybe slightly better than Bobby Shuttleworth. So you have you have Shuttleworth and you have a goalkeeper that's slightly better than, than Shuttleworth, and you bring in some 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 squad players for depth. Se- second round of the playoffs. Okay. So you're thinking like that's okay, we're talking like ceiling. A, that's not like, a prediction. Well, like yeah, but so like four like a four like a four seed hosting like sure. hosting a playoff hosting one of those first games. I don't know if we're gonna host or not, but I can see I, the you got to remember there's more teams getting the playoffs. There's now, one too. more team, yeah. So, so seven teams mm-hmm. in each. Yeah. Correct. So that waters it down a bit, and um, so could we beat one team on one afternoon in November? Y- yes. Are we good enough to make the playoffs? Again, ceiling, nobody gets injured significantly. We weren't really that – If take away the last five games of the season last year, we weren't that far off because that's how many teams fucking get into the playoffs. Sure. So, you know, you fix those last five games, we're tickling the playoff line. Um, so, totally, absolutely. We're, we can absolutely make the playoffs best-case scenario and certainly got enough in the tank to beat one team. That's when you start running against your Portlands and your Atlantas and your other your sportings <coughs> and those kind of sure, perennial yeah. teams that are going to knock your ass out. Okay, Luke. What Am I think? wrong, Luke? I'm. I'm. Do you want to say the opinion I just I'm going to say we make semifinal. Oh, you as, as a ceiling. Conference as semifinal. Or uh, well, it's yeah. always weird to me when they call it the conference quarters, the conference semis, the finals, but it's then confusing. the real finals. Why don't you just call it the? I'm the easily confused. Who that gives a shit about me. the conferences? Anyways? Yeah, I think I think a they four switch or five them every year anyway. Playoff seed spot and uh, maybe a run. Obviously, they're not going to make it the finals, but I could see right. them making a little bit of a run if all the stars align. God. I would love, love, I would get down on my very knees and suck directly on the penises of whoever it takes to get one home playoff game. I can't don't, imagine. Uh, yeah, I mean. One home playoff game. The atmosphere Don't write checks. Your ass can't cash, man. D- are you kidding? <laughs> do, you know, do you know the kind of dirty, scabbed cocks that I would suck to get don't, a home playoff don't game? Don't write checks. Your ass can't cash. It's not my ass. No, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> your say Your mouth can't cash. I didn't say I'd take it directly in my Don't write checks. Your mouth can't cash. No. Oh. Seriously, I, I, like, I would break out my knee pads for this one. And we would have TIFO for it, too. I guarantee it. Even with a week's notice, we'd be like, guess what? Up all night, five nights in a row. We'll Pulling out some fucking teeth over this thing. Yeah. Um. So, eventually, anyway. yeah. So it, again, assuming everything breaks correctly and right and well, I, d- I definitely think a home playoff game is is within mm. within within reach. Grass. So that'd be that'd what's be, the floor for this team? That would be top four. <laughs> <laughs> Orlando. Floor is Orlando. The floor is yeah. Orlando. Floor is yeah. Orlando. Floor is yeah. Being that's the new. The floor is lava. Yeah. The floor is lava. Yeah. Yeah, Orlando is lava. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's a dirty swamp town for the most part. Kinda. So um, it's not it's not quite Jacksonville, but it's close. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, um, all right. So a couple other pieces of uh, Minnesota United news. Um, a lot of news here. Yeah, we haven't we haven't done anything in a long time, man. No shit. Uh, so there's a the team announced the jersey reveal at uh, Mall of America. That's happening uh, on Sunday, February 10th at 2 p.m. Uh, you'll I will be able only to go if the players have like a snap up the side clothing. And then yes. they rip them off, yes. stripper style, to reveal yeah, the, the, the kit underneath. They'll do that, but uh, they might do it. This theoretically, this is the they'll be replacing the away kit from because they did the, a new home kit. Is that your year. counter to my suggestion? Like, well, they wouldn't do that because it's the away kit. Well, no, I'm just I'm just saying that like, they're gonna do the away kit. I I'm th- excited. I about think it. Um, the problem is is that last time I went I went to this uh, I went to this last year and uh, me and a friend got. Ridiculously high beforehand in his car oh, yeah. in the Mall of America on marijuana <laughs> on the marijuanas um, and uh, and we we stood there we watched it it was, it was very unimpressive um, the I think it was the it was either the blue 
no, it was the green. It was the green uh, goalkeeper jersey. Was looked very good could, could in, you, my, like, hear in my in my high ass eyes. So high? Yeah, no, I was yeah. very much. I was like, Matt Lamson came out in that green, that green, the green goalkeeper shirt. And I was like, oh my god, I want that. And then I was like, I got, I was like, I got really hungry. I was like, we need to go up and eat right now first. So like, we'll come back down. <laughs> and uh, we came back down, and I went to buy the, went to buy the shirt, like the the green shirt. And they're like, oh, we only have the blue one. I'm like, well, then why did you show the green one? That's that is. Yeah. I, I spent. Ten minutes arguing with the uh, the poor uh, Minnesota United intern, as if that's going to produce more shirts. Like if I <laughs> yeah, argue I like, hard enough, what we'll are you going to get? Some. Sir, can this I, is an Arby's. Can, can I, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, can I this is Gum shrimp. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All we have is this Jenny mug. Listen, listen. Anyways, Rainforest Cafe. I've got this mug that lights up. I can sell you. I can sell you a cocktail for twelve bucks. But please, just ask, stop asking about the green jersey. Anyways, ultimately, yeah, I got. I was really. I spent ten minutes like just trying, like just trying to convince her to. Tell me one. I'm like, he, he wore, she has some he hidden. One. Yeah. Hey, like, hey, but but Lampson wore one. Why would you show that one if yeah. you don't have that one available? Hey, can I, do, can I do a very Dave's I Know weed-related sidebar? Please do sure. it. So there, there is a, uh, a House resolution in the Minnesota legislature right yes, now to legalize I, marijuana. Yes. And it is House File 420. Yeah. Yeah. I told, I told Luke on Twitter the only the only the thing that would be make the most sense would be if it, the Senate file is also 69. That's right. Senate file 69, House file 420. Very nice. Yeah. Um, House file 69. No. We'd like to uh, put before the legislature, we'd like to make it legal for two dudes to suck each other's dicks (laughs) at the same time. Anyways, uh, it's about time we codify this in the Let's, book of law. Man, yeah. law, not God. If you want to go out God's there, if you want to go out there and buy the uh, buy the new kits or the uh, apparently there's an Allianz uh, special Allianz logo uh, jackets. Who gives a the fuck? Allianz yeah, inaugural season logo yeah. jacket. Yeah, that you can Allianz. Buy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They're gonna have women's cuts for the shirts the, for their jerseys that this I year. Support. That which is great, support. and uh, long sleeve versions of the shirts. I think last year they only had the shorts, the short sleeve, and then the one goalkeeper shirt that was also the long sleeve. As, so. as women will tell you, and I know a handful, they are not smaller you know, versions of men. Yeah. No. So yeah. Make women's so, shirts. So it, it was it's great to hear that they're gonna have a, a bunch of different varieties of the shirts out there. So uh, if you want to go out there. Brave the Mall of America for you know a little bit. Um, you can buy the buy the stuff out there. Um, all right, a couple other things. Um, ISC supporters meeting. So if you're not familiar, the uh, Independent Supporters Council is the sort of makes up all of the supporters groups uh, that are uh, part of MLS um, or part of the MLS the support MLS teams. It's a most all the supporters groups are independent of the teams. There's not a uh, a supporters group that is like run by the team. And so all the supporters get together once a year. They think they did it down in Dallas this year. They talk about, you know, give best practices, talk about uh, TIFO. They talk about, um, you know, all the things that are, that are, you know, away days and things like that. It's just everybody can be on the same page about what's going what's going on and all that. Um, and they do awards. And actually, Silver Lining won the Philanthropic Organization of the Year uh, this year, which is Good. fucking amazing. Um, I've been I've done a lot of stuff with Silver Lining, so it's well-deserved. A uh, long time coming for, for that really awesome organization. Um, and then the... Uh, Pertinent to our information, or you know, our you know podcast here is uh, uh, the final TCF TFO, the Paul Bunyan TFO, was nominated for TFO of the year. Good. Fortunately, it. it did not win. It? it did I, not win. I bled for that damn TFO. <laughs> I remember that. Holy cow! Um, this dude lost yeah. half of his hands for that thing. <laughs> yeah, it grew back. It did not win, but it was uh, but it was definitely up for uh, TFO of the year. So that was uh, so. Congratulations, David Martin. That's uh, yeah. you and your team. Well deserved. You guys have done a lot of really amazing work last year, and I, I well, I'm just very much looking forward to what you guys have planned for this year. I it's, think it's going to yeah, be fucking amazing. It's, uh, after everything I've said in this podcast, it's really weird to uh, be like, yeah, this guy's like award nominated. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, uh, 
What is this yep. douchebag? <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm a very different person when I'm not on the podcast, I promise you. That's true. Yeah. We got we got good work done. Yeah. Only jokes about blowing yeah. <laughs> It's only a joke. It's only yeah. a joke until it's real. Uh, yeah. Anyhow. All right, other news. Uh, hashtag Benedict Watch 2019 is dead. Long no, live Benedict Watch 2020. Yes. Yep. Yes. <laughs> So, right. so we, I we, put there. we have not not signed him until I look into his urn and say, yep, those are his ashes. Yep, yep, yep. We got to attend his funeral. And even then, we're sprinkling yep. him on our field D- for some reason. We're going to do some DNA testing on the ashes just to be Can double. you do that on ashes? I suppose. Can I don't you? Know. Yeah, I don't know. Does anybody in our uh, do it? If you're, I, if so you're a I listener and you're a DNA I expert. I had to work on some legal cases where we had to exhume a body to see who somebody's uh, somebody's kids actually were his kids well, so I, didn't, I didn't say a body money. i said his ashes yeah i know yeah. well we found some mixed yeah. dna in there because somebody jerked off in his ashes it would be you but yeah, yeah. Me, yeah. <laughs> okay Z- zeller is like actually trying zeller, to be the adult so Zeller's not <laughs> shaking his head in disapproval this is yeah new. i mean this is new uh fucking kid <laughs> turned me into a square man yeah, i'm man. sorry now um, you know what happened to me because yeah. every week you come in and be like welcome, to, welcome to our S-word. world and then now, now he's like, I yeah. would just like to get some uh, sleep if we can make this okay. podcast oh God, go faster. I just sit in a dark room by myself for an hour, please, God. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so let's talk about a couple other things. Uh, Dark Clouds, pre-match and away watch party information. Um, we haven't announced this yet officially on the Dark Clouds uh, social medias, but it's going to happen soon. Um, pre-match parties are all going to be at Black Heart of St. Paul. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> um, Wes is going to be doing some amazing stuff, I think, over there, uh, including, I think, Anchor uh, Fish and Chips will be there Woo. for every uh, every home game, I believe, um, or most of the home games. Um, I'm fish. What? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All every Almost every home game, uh, he'll be there. Um, they'll be doing uh, do- dollar off beers and, and cocktails. Anytime if you have your Card of Wonder, your, uh, your Supporters Club uh, card, um, that's before games and after games. And, um, yeah, and then if you are – if it's a game – that has a drag show after it. If you show your ticket, no pay, no cover to the drag show. So oh, cool. trying to uh, you know do some really awesome stuff over there. Uh, watch parties. Uh, we're going to be doing two this year. Yeah, every game. Uh, one in St. Paul. One in Minneapolis. The St. Paul one is going to be again at Black Card of St. Paul. It just makes a lot of sense. It's right there by the stadium, in the midway, midway between yeah, a lot of places. It's literally walking distance for you and I. Yep. I think, so. Yep. I'm very excited about or that. And then stumbling distance. Maybe. Yeah. And then uh, in uh, Minneapolis, we're going to be doing the watch party at New Bohemia in Uptown. New Bohemia is actually going to be coming on as a uh, as a uh, Card of Wonder sponsor. Nice. They're going to be doing a, a special um, to be determined yet, but it will be up hopefully. <clears throat> tomorrow, so you can listen to that or hear look for more for, uh, information on that. I think it's might be happy hour, like the happy hour beers, happy hour anytime you could show up with your card of wonder. So if you're in Minneapolis, if you're in uptown um, or nearer to uh, to there, then you can go there for watch parties. Um, Teeny announced theirs. Uh, follow them on Twitter if you want to see what their watch parties were. They're doing some really cool stuff too. So um, there's gonna be lots of different, like lots of really cool places to happen and, and hang out pre and, and post match. Um, at home games and then on away days as well. So, that's folks, a, honestly, yeah. you should just go to Blackheart anyway, even if it's not a, like a soccer-related yeah. thing. It's just a fun place to hang out. Yep. Um, I mean, it's always everyone's super <coughs> friendly there. It's, it's you very, might catch Zeller and singing karaoke. Yeah, yeah. You might. Yeah, you might. Um, you should also, uh, Wes, if you're listening to this podcast, you should probably give us some money to. What <laughs> should you talk about your fucking bar? <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, finally, two more things. Um, Let's talk about Superman. Luke stepped on the on the notes earlier. Well, Superman scores for the U.S. Men's National Team. Uh, I was actually watching this at the aforementioned uh, Black Heart of St. Paul um, with a bunch of uh, Minnesota United fans, and it was fucking awesome just watching him get on the field for the you know literally the four minutes he was going to play, and then not only that, but he scored. Like that's fucking awesome. So 
Yeah. Anything else you guys want to add about Christian Ramirez and all that? It was, yeah. the le- it was the most amazing and least surprising fucking thing. Yes. Anybody who's watched this dude was w- watching him come on. You'd be like, okay, he's going to score. I mean, like, there's not even a question about it. And it happened, and then I wanted to b- both be surprised and excited at the same time as, like, well, duh. It's Ramirez. The sun sets in the All, all he does west. is score goals. Yeah, that's it. That's true. He doesn't do anything else. Uh, and then finally, uh, in other sort of midway news, um, you know, everybody started talking about, uh, when people were talking about soccer bars and stuff, about big V's and hot rods. They're sitting there in the midway. Uh, basically, hot rods is unoccupied for the last almost year 10, now. Yeah, I mean. Um, Big V's has been mostly unoccupied for the last let's, let's seven years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've gone in there and drank a few times, but it's also, you it's know. Good, it's a good place to get hepatitis. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so they were sold to a uh, developing firm that's going to apparently turn hot rods into a uh, uh, arcade bar, kind of like Up Down, uh, and Big V's okay. into a saloon. That serves mostly whiskey and mid- probably still a good place. What to they call midway martinis? <laughs> Is Big V's gonna mm. still be a good place to get stabbed to death? <laughs> That's hot. I'll rods. still go there. That's hot rods. That's gonna be hot rods. Yeah, yeah. yep. That was I'll hot still rods. go there then. Oh yeah. Anyways, um, neither of these bars are gonna have any sort of soccer focus whatsoever, which is well, seems weird. If you're literally across the street from the stadium, well. but whatever. Um, I have you have you want more hot takes about the Big V's and hot rod sale? Uh, Find me at a at a upcoming uh, watch party or something, and I'll I'll, I'll give you the I'll give you the four one one on that. At Texas Seller at, at Texas Seller, yeah, yes. at uh, Twitter.com. Chums yeah. especially yeah. invited, encouraged please, to comment. Please, please, yeah. yeah, my DMs are open. Yeah. They're not really actually, honestly. Spread those DMs. <laughs> All right, uh, we got a couple. Uh, we got a couple more uh, short things, and then we're gonna do some. Uh, some How answers. can we? I want to. I want because whenever Luke's on the podcast, we do the uh, Luke Craig's wig and wig out. Wig Luke Craig, what do you got for yeah, the wig and wig not, out right m- now? Not much. It's, it's, it's been a pretty mediocre season. How are they doing? Not great. Okay. Uh, are they gonna get relegated not great, to? Not, you know, they're they're in the lower third of the table all the okay. time. Uh, there's starting to be some murmurings about maybe a managerial change yet again. Um, and honestly, I just I it's been hard to pay a whole lot of attention to him lately. I've just Fair enough. My mind on other places. Okay. So yeah, eh, that's too bad. That's how it is sometimes. <laughs> it happens, hmm. uh, and then uh, you know we haven't talked about Liverpool in a while, uh, Dave Martin. So, yeah. do you have any uh, Liverpool laments you want to uh, laments? Well, laments or uh, it's not as much uh, laments about we're in a lab- like lab- like place. Liverpool yeah. lavishing loquacious the Liverpool something. Uh, I mean they're doing really good right now. Yeah, top uh, of the table. Man, yeah, Man uh, City lost today. Man City lost today. That's as big to, as a to Liverpool Newcastle. Win. <laughs> to, yeah. <laughs> So to whom Almiron is going? Yeah, uh, mm. my yeah. wife. My wife was not happy about that result. She I did not realize shit. that they lost because yeah. I told her, "Oh yeah, you guys scored 25 seconds into the first. This is like like after the first half was over, and then I went watched Shaolin soccer. And I came down. I was like, "Oh, by the way, you guys <laughs> lost to Newcastle." <laughs> so you can't be sharing that kind of news, and she's Whoa. trying to recover. Right <laughs> yeah, now. yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I thought about not telling her, but. She's gonna find out eventually. Oh, she she's did, the one who. Did you attempt to explain Shaolin soccer to her without? Going no, to she actually asked me like, "What was the what's the plot?" Because I was just like, "The so plot, you saw, yeah." The it's plot? all you're I missing to, the points. Oh I had to explain my. the plot to okay. her, or well. the, I, gave, I hit I hit the main points. Hey, the hey plot. folks, tune into our Patreon only <laughs> yes. episode that we're gonna be recording shortly, and yeah. we're really gonna get into Shaolin soccer. Yeah. All right. You don't so miss this one. all right. So Liverpool's doing good. We're fine with Liverpool. Um, we got some questions. Or we got some an- yeah. We got some answers for your questions. Uh, and the first question is from Jake Chalcraft, who asked, uh, um, who will score more goals in 2019, Opara or Calvo? Calvo. 
call, though. I think he's got, uh, not that Opara doesn't entirely, but uh, Colville's got uh, a bit of a precedent for offensive getting, attack. And getting into the box, yeah. The only thing I'll say is I, I think Opara's a little bit more dangerous on a corner kick than than. Uh, I think, Cobble yeah, a corner and free kicks, I think Opara's got But we've got never it. been able to execute those well enough to be dangerous on them anyway, well, so who gives a crap? I, I was thinking a stat that we only scored, Minnesota United scored five times from free kicks last year. Opara scored three by himself last year oh, yeah, for free yeah. kicks. So, so that, I'm going to go that, with Opara. I'm changing my mind. I'm changing oh, my oh, mind because oh, okay. more dangerous in those scenarios. Okay. All right. Um, this is a question for me uh, from uh, the Cribs. Uh, Andy, uh, Zeller, what grows faster, your ear hair or your baby boy's fingernails? Ooh. I'm going to say my baby boy's fingernails because I don't really have any ear hair. So. Don't you? Oh, dude. Dude, I've got give ear it, hair give it a couple at like more nine years. different places. I, yeah, a couple more years, I don't know. I don't. I don't have any ear hair. So oh, I'm gonna There's say my baby boy's on my ear that doesn't grow hair. <laughs> What's that? Every place on my ear grows hair. Oh really? Mine doesn't. So at least not yet. Knock on wood. Uh, and then Jake grow guys, any guys, fucking guys, hair on my head. Guys, guys, shh, 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 guys, I think we just got crop dusted. <laughs> oh really? Did you, did yeah, that dude just walked past us. Hold that fuck. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. We totally got we got crop dusted while we were. Oh my god. Son of a bitch. Well, it's a good thing like not recording this podcast yeah. in smell vision Yeah. Uh, Jake Shawcraft also asked, wait, sorry, who will get more respect from the media in 2019, Opara or Calvo? Opara. Because Calvo's a prick to the media. Come on. Every that, time they have yeah. a bad game, Calvo will step yeah. out and that say, was, like, yes, yeah. well, you can't say anything negative about us yeah. because that's not, well, fuck you. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. Good one, Jake. That was a good, that was a good question. Mr. Personality. Uh, and then uh, our la- our second to last question <clears throat> from uh, Go for Abe, uh, Abe, president of the yeah. Wonder Wall. Who scores more goals this season? Toy with the Mingos, so that's uh, Madison, mm-hmm. or Rodriguez and Dunlady with the senior team. So Rodriguez and Dunlady combined with the senior team. Who scores so more Dunlady goals? Dunlady and Rodriguez is with the senior team. I think Toy. I think Toy scores more with the, with uh, Flamingos. With uh, I don't. Th- I don't. I don't think that Toy gets as much time with the Flamingos as you think. Hmm. Mm. I think I think he I think he's more think? likely what? to stay a routine backup for us and or not be with the team by the end of the season. Uh, I think I think he's a more valuable trade chip than Dunlady because Dunlady's got some injury history behind him. I can see him being the kind of guy that goes in a trade as we try to fill out a roster spot. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Dunlady and uh, Rodriguez at the top. Do you think do you think that's mostly Rodriguez then, or you think Dunlady Most, actually mostly Rodriguez? Okay, I think Rodriguez is gonna have a better year this year than he had last year. I don't think he'll be elite. I don't think he'll be good enough for people to forgive the Ramirez trade, but I think he'll be. Do you think he gets double digit goals? Yes. Okay. Mm. Yes, for the second time only in his career. He was on pace last year. If he would have played all the games, he would have gotten that as well. Um, and I think he's only going to have a better squad behind him, more time with the team to, uh, to gel than he had last year. Not that he had no time. He had, he had time last year. Sure. Um, I Yes, double digits. Okay. Assuming that nothing catastrophic happens, he doesn't roll his ankle on day one. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Luke, what do you got? Nothing. Nothing? I got nothing. Okay. <laughs> I said all the correct <laughs> answers, I, so I why yeah. add to it? What am I going to add to this? All right, and then uh, Braun288, uh, Michael Braun asks, um, LeBron? LeBron, what do you think is the best offseason pickup and why? We talked a little bit about We've this. Talk, but at this point, it's got to be Opara. Yeah, I, mean, I would have to agree. I, I, although I do I do really like, you know, the if Gregush shows up and plays like he can play, the, the 6-8 that they can play together I think will be – um, revolutionary, 
or revel- revelatory, Revol- not revolutionary. revolutionary. Revelatory. Change soccer forever. Revelatory for <laughs> Minnesota United Soccer. Kind of, so kind of like introducing Shaolin Kung Fu to soccer. Yeah, God, exactly. Damn, yeah. Exactly. No, I, yeah. I still say Opara precisely like it is the Shaolin Kung Fu to soccer. Opara fits the area of highest need, and he's the highest caliber yep. player that we've signed yet. And I say that knowing that Greg Goosh is making a bigger paycheck. Great. All right, so that's uh, that's all we got, guys. That's the uh, end of this podcast. Um, you guys find us at uh, davesno.com. We don't really post much there anymore other than the podcast. But uh, also, again, emails, questions at the davesno.mn at gmail.com. My email address I haven't looked at probably in three months. Uh, at TDIKMN, TDIKMN for us. Uh, slide into our DMs. You can find me at Texas Zeller. You can find at Regular David, uh, who's now going by Offensive Loons fan again, which is... Uh, Wait, oh, it's back from the dead? Back from the dead. Ooh. I changed that. Changed uh, it. 15 minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, and you can find... Wow. Mid-podcast. Uh, at, wow. at Luke Craig with at Born With A Tail underscore. Yes. If you can't figure that out, why that is, then you, you're an idiot. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that pretty much wraps us up. Uh, we're going to we're gonna pause, probably... You know, hit the bathroom and then record our Shaolin, uh, Shaolin Soccer uh, Watch Party podcast. And if you haven't subscribed to the Patreon, please do that. David Martin, take us home. Hey, we are the Daves You Know. This has been the Daves I Know. Thanks for listening. To try and work it out because we both know we can't do nothing at As you do yours, land here, become fecund. Yeah, uh, we, we yeah. do our thing, son. Through the act, we attract two, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing, do it. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. We, we, we do our thing, son. Y'all can't nothing at all. Y'all know we can't do nothing at all. Nah, yo, I can't do nothing at all. Y'all know we can't do nothing at all.